Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hot pot of coffee. Wake up. It's time for coffee. It's time for two hours of caffeinated sports talk. It's time for the Nick Brown Show. Good morning. Welcome to the Nick Brown Show. We certainly appreciate you waking up early on this uh, crisp fall Saturday morning. Boy, it certainly feels like football this morning. You'd go all the way and say crisp. I don't know if it's quite. What's what's a notch below crisp? It's a notch, yeah, above on the thermostat. So so you're you're taking away my crisp. Well, there's there's, there's There's a a little crisp. There's a slight bite in the air. Slight bite. That's just a a tad below crisp. There's a slight bite in the air. So uh, thanks for waking up on this uh, Saturday morning with a slight bite in the air. According to John Tabor. The official weatherman of the Nick Brown Show. He's a weather dude. He's got yeah. it. Got the weather dude, the weatherman. Well, it, it's just enough to where I I didn't think of of needing to put pants on long, long pants, but but I think you got the idea with the with the pullover. Yeah, shorts and a sweatshirt. It's the way to go. Yeah, I seen. I just got the t shirt, but. Needless to say, we don't need the AC here in the studio this morning. Absolutely not. And I certainly hope you don't either and hope you've got a uh, great pot of coffee enjoying pecan praline this morning in the uh, from community. I'm uh, in the studio, so uh, look forward to your calls on the H2Go Paddle hotline. Did you bring me a cup? God, you got you to text me and I'm remind me. I'm going to text me. you on a Friday night. You have to. I owe John Tabor a coffee cup. Awesome. Mine just sprouted legs and walked off. It disappeared. It's, it's a hot commodity. I mean, coffee is better than Nick Brown show cup. It just tastes better. It, it certainly does. So I've got to do that. I've got to remember that. I've got to do a better job. Uh, but, you know, last week, it, it was great because you really, you really uh, lit up the uh, H2Go paddle text line at a 888 And what was amazing, and, and make a connection, because some of you thought maybe I was on drugs when I said that I wouldn't put Alabama in my top five. I wouldn't put them at number one. I would put them in the top five. And, of course, you thought I had ulterior motives, and I didn't. You know, I like Clemson as the number one team in the land. Number two, I said, okay, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, which we saw what Oklahoma State did. And you and I went with Penn State. Now, it was a good game and against Iowa, and they came back and won the game. But I got a text and asked, was, you know, was I on some illegal substance or not? Now, hear me out and follow my line of thinking, my reasoning here. Alabama had the victory over Florida State. Watching that game, I know that Alabama is good. No doubt, and when the dust settles, they'll be in the 14 playoff. I still like Clemson as the number one team in the land. 
I'm going to move Alabama to the four slot today, and you you texted in. I'm going to ask you this. Does that victory over Florida State seem less because of Florida State's loss? You're already shaking your head. Does, 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 Florida, does Alabama's victory over Florida State seem like less of an accomplishment since Florida State lost to the Wolfpack of NC State? Who, by the way— yeah, No, and here's why. Okay, I'm going to— I think Florida State is where they're at because of the physical beating they took in that loss to Alabama. You know, not to poke fun at an injury, but bottom line, man, that's the game they lost the quarterback in. And it ain't been the same since. And probably won't be. And I think Jimbo will be the first to tell you that. See, I, now I'm, I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go a different route. Now, they lost to Alabama 24-7, lost Francois quarterback. Then they had the weather. Have they, have they looked? Have they looked the same this year? You can tell. They killed their season. Okay, let me finish my coherent thought here because now <laughs> you know ADD is a terrible thing to have on a radio show. So now I, I, <laughs> you done got your thought made. I, I, now I, the wheels I, are spinning I, again. My trade's running. I, I will say that the ULM game being canceled had what the Miami they had back to back, didn't they? I didn't. Yeah, that didn't help. That didn't help. But they lost to NC State by six, 27-21. Uh, see, how much of the mirage did we have for NC State because of their loss to open the season with South Carolina? Okay. Which had me on the, on the Gamecocks train for about a week and a half. Oh, no, wait. You didn't even say it. Wait a minute. I'm on the road in western Kentucky, and I say, you know, go ahead and give the SEC East title to the Georgia Bulldogs. And... Then, then I think maybe Kentucky is your dark horse, and all of a sudden you, you know, you poked that bear. You were very silent that morning. You came back in in South Carolina, and then I texted you after the loss to NC State, by the way, which you did not reply to, and don't even tell me you were asleep. I said, "Oh, Kentucky's your dream crusher," and you don't even reply. Oh, Kentucky defeats South Carolina. Wait, wait a minute. I- I'm gonna tell you, dream crusher. I-, I look. I stepped out on the limb, and the branch went snap. And then you didn't reply to it after I, I called you well, out. I was tending to my wounds. Okay, I, I'm going to say that the Alabama gives up 400 yards to Colorado State, almost 400. NC State loses to South Carolina, who, by the way, lost to Kentucky, which, by the way, should have lost to Louisiana Tech. Now, I'm going to tell you that, yeah, and Alabama's playing Ole Miss today, and they'll have very little trouble with the Rebels. Not going to happen. Alabama will roll over Ole Miss today. I think you look at at Alabama and with their schedule, they're a good team, no doubt. And when the dust settles, they will be there. I always tell when you've been on the computers, volume's turned up. Who, me? Yeah. I'll leave the volume up. Sean leaves his Facebook up. Yes. I'd rather have the volume issue. Shared computers. But I want to ask you, though, you look at Alabama. I'm going to put Clemson as the number one team in the land. And I think that's where the SEC is now. Tonight, uh, last night on the sidelines at a high school game, what do you think about the SEC? Really getting called out uh, all across the land. Yeah, I think maybe you've dipped just a little bit. And we'll talk to Lynn Scarborough about that day. Lynn takes you to 10 every Saturday morning. Of course, we'll have our mid-major report 
with uh, Hunter Carswell. We call him Hoot here, brought to you by Magnolia Home Health. But does Alabama's victory over Florida State seem a little less now, like less of an accomplishment? It does to me. And then I look at the rest of the schedule. Fresno State, 41-10. to 10. Over Colorado State, 41-23. to 23. Now, Vanderbilt, you don't poke the bear. You don't go jumping out and say, hey, we want Bama. So does that game speak more of Bama or of Vandy to you? I think that's a combination. You don't, you don't poke the bear. Alabama's that much disparity between Alabama and Vanderbilt. Yeah, I think if they played again, I don't believe they'd be 60 points better, but you got Alabama. Still, they, you they got beat Alabama's them by yeah. still twenty-four, three or four touchdowns. Now, follow my line of reasoning. How good we know how good Alabama is. Ole Miss. Then they travel to Texas A&M. Then they host Arkansas. Then they host Tennessee. Then they host LSU. Then they travel to Mississippi State. Then they have the Bears of Mercer. Then that end of the year with Auburn. Do you see anyone on that schedule? It's really a challenge. And it'll go down to the fourteen playoff again. Much as I hate to say it, just the Iron Bowl. I mean, do you see do you see Clemson and, and Alabama again? I mean Oklahoma now we gotta talk about Washington State with their victory last night. Mike Leach. Maybe most colorful character in all of college football. Great, great articles read this week on Mike Leach. And now, where you are in your Washington State, uh, the Cougars, where, where is that now? Where do they f- picture into the national championship? And I hope you got home in time last night to watch that game. You just felt it. I don't know if you watched it, Taylor, but you just could feel that an upset was going to happen. And enjoy watching that game. I didn't realize this. The Palouse. Pullman, Washington, 29,000, population of 29,000. And that includes really? that includes the 20,000 that are students. That's not that much more than Ruston. No, not at all. In the Pac-12. I told you I did have a chance to go. This is so ironic because you go back to the last time these two teams played. You know what it was? I know they talked. They made, they made a lot of reference of it. I, I don't know if you had a chance to see that when the last time these two teams have played been several years ago and they kept referencing that and I'm going to bring that up in just a minute after the break but I had an opportunity to go see a game it was years ago Louisiana Tech was playing Idaho in the Kibbe Dome and I thought you know what it would be great I looked at the schedule had my father-in-law and brother-in-law with me and I said look as soon as Louisiana Tech's game in the Kibbe Dome is over, we could slide on over to Washington State and see a good Pac-12 game. It sounded like a great idea at the time. <laughs> when we left the Kibbe Dome, <laughs> it was a warm, sultry 12 degrees. <laughs> and I said, you know, I think we'll pass on watching the Pac-12. We can watch that on TV. What was it in Pullman? <laughs> 12. Oh, I thought you meant in, in Idaho. Yeah, and that, that game was with, I'm going to tell you, that was with USC. And it may have been the last time these two teams have played. It's been that long ago. So, it's been a while since these two teams have met. 
And I have to look at the schedule to be exact, but I know I had an opportunity to see Washington State USC play several years ago and turned it down. But yeah, like I mean, in all of college football, and you look at the coaches that coach your team. Do you like your coach? You'll hear people talk about, well, Ed Orgeron was he the guy? You'll hear Auburn fans talk about Gus Malzahn. You're talking about who's going to be the guy at Ole Miss with your interim coach, Mike Leach. What he's slowly built at Washington State. You loved him when you had your guns up at Texas Tech. You know you did. Okay, I did. So who was the last guy to win up there? Was it Price? <laughs> with with Leaf at the helm? That was Price, wasn't it? I think so. Mike Price. I think so. Would you want my? I mean, Mike Leach. I mean, you you go you take the. And we've had him as a guest right here on Sports Talk ninety seven seven. I love him. He's great. I bought his book and read it and had to be for Sean Fox and Nick White. I've had it autographed. You know, they had to go eat instead of going to the Books a Million to see meet see Mike Leach. I mean, you can eat anytime. But we we talked to him at SEC Media Day, and that's when he was living in Key West. Is there a more unique character? And, and here's listen, hang out with Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. A huge Jim, fan. Go fishing with Jimmy Johnson. Hey, and he loves uh, Florida. I mean, is that the guy? I mean, would it fit in the SEC? Absolutely. Where could you see? There's some places. There's some places. Well, we, we talked about this about 20 minutes ago. I could see him in College Station. That's what we want to hear. Mike Leach, would you welcome him into the SEC? Do you think he would make the move to the SEC? What do you think? But Mike Leach, the pirate. Maybe Florida. Maybe Florida. Maybe the Florida Gators, Jim McElwain. You know, the SEC East is so weak, you're going to look at Kirby Smart, Jim McElwain. Well, you thought Butch Jones get it at Tennessee. I don't see, you know, don't see Mike Leach at Tennessee. I don't see Mike Leach in the state of Alabama. But where would you see? Oh, look, that's so nice. You're hearing the sounds of the Pac-12. The fight song for Washington State. I don't think it's ever been played on the Nick Brown show. It hasn't, has it? It's a first. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I may have pulled it out one time on accident. We're going to go to Mike in Monroe. We're going to take a break. Yeah, let's hit the break. He's going to hold with us. Oh, thanks, Mike. Thanks for waiting. Mike is caught on the H Go Paddle Hotline. We're going to take a break and listen to the Nick Brown Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Nick Brown Show brought to you every Saturday morning by the great folks at Chevron Fast Lube on Tech Drive. They're the official Fast Lube of the Nick Brown Show. Go in and get your oil changed. Great thing about it, they have coffee in the waiting area, but you're not going to wait very long. You take care of your car, it will take care of you. In fact, i got to get going to get the Jeep's oil changed so I can make a little road trip next weekend. We'll be right back with more of the Nick Brown Show on Sports Talk 97.7. This is the Nick Brown Show. Get in the game by calling 888-993-7762. Email nickbrownshow at suddenlink.net. Or get social on the Nick Brown Show Facebook page. Welcome back to the Nick Brown Show. Maybe that's the challenge for Alabama. He put them back-to-back for a reason. He's got Washington State. And then, yay, Alabama. Maybe John Tabor's looked into the crystal ball. He dusted it off with that beard of his. That's, that's the kind of matchup that you'd have gotten on the greatest sports game ever I would, made. I would, yes, bring thanks, it back. Thanks, Ed O'Bannon. Thanks, Ed O'Bannon. We're going to go to Mike in Monroe. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Hey, fellas. How y'all doing on this cool morning? 
Uh, no, it's no, no, it's you can't say cool. You can't a say slight Chris. bite in the air. John Tabor's our official weatherman. He called it a slight bite. <laughs> slight bite in the air. I thought that was you get in your pants, not on not in the weather. Slight bite. Hi, <laughs> Mike. Mike. We got a family show. <laughs> you were talking about. Uh, you had mentioned earlier about Alabama. Was was the win against Florida State a good win? Uh, you know, was it diminished? I think at the time when they played Florida State and they both were top five teams, me personally, when they had Francois, and, uh, and he wasn't hurt at the time during the game and the way the game uh, rolled out, it was a good win. I think it's, it's still a good win because he was playing. Unfortunately, he got injured, which put him out for the rest of the season. And uh, and anybody else playing Florida State after the fact is probably not as good a win because of, of Francois being gone now. Now, as compared to at the time or whatever. And another thing, you know, when you said that, that Francois being gone, it kind of made me think, you know, they were kind of, you know, of course, when you always do something, they, they, the media going to come in and question you. Ed Orgeron putting out Miles Brennan to play and putting him, and he, you know, he basically said, I'm, I'm playing him not just to be playing him, I'm playing him in, in, in positions to see how he reacts to pressure. And when you look at Francois' situation, and they having a, a true freshman quarterback themselves, and you know it's unfortunate, but you know that's smart. You know if 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 the starting quarterback for LSU unfortunately have have an injury or is not playing up the par, you at least want the guy who's behind him to be what we call um, uh, have some experience or be battle tested and, and battle test, so you have a little more. Uh, you have a little more uh, understanding of how he will react in a game five, a game seven, a game nine, in the first, second, third quarter, if he was forced in that position, um, you know, based off whatever the starting quarterback was. So I think Ed Orgeron, you know, specifically putting Miles Brennan in an uncomfortable position is, is a good idea. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, I agree with what you said. I just going through and see, and as you see how the season plays out you know you look at Florida State and I think Jimbo Fisher obviously as John Tabor said you know they're not the same team with Francois out and just wonder what the season's going to hold for the rest of the uh, ACC in Florida State and I think you look again you know obviously you're going to see Clemson and at the end you're going to see uh, Alabama and I think though you're going to see Alabama because they're the strongest in a uh and we in a weak league. I don't see anyone that's going to challenge Alabama the rest of the season unless Stidham and uh, Auburn's running backs can stay healthy. I don't see it come. I don't see a challenge coming from Tennessee. Now maybe with LSU just because of the history of that game, but you know I don't see anyone pushing Alabama. Yeah, because you don't see a, a, a quarterback that leads each school's team that you can say that's a. A college, solid college quarterback. We ain't talking about somebody going to be a first rounder. A solid college quarterback that that can can challenge their defense. That can, and that's that. It's still quarterback driven. That can make the decisions to make you feel comfortable as a, a fan watching it. Anything at this point, and that's kind of weird to say. You know, normally you have these waves where the SEC you would have at least three or four quarterbacks that you could say, hey, man, that's a solid college quarterback for the next two or three years at that particular school that gives you that feeling that he can come in and, and, and post against your defense 
numbers and feel comfortable with it. You look at Drew Locke at Missouri. Yeah, he's putting up numbers, but his offense, his defense is putting up numbers too on the other end. But he gave it up just as much as he's giving as far as, you know, the offense at Missouri, you know, through the through whatever I've seen. I don't know if how he's done the last couple of games. He's a decent quarterback, but the defense is so horrible at Missouri, you can't say that, you know, as far as when he come in, can the defense hold the other – opponent to 14 points, so he posts up these astronomical numbers, and just all over the SEC, it's kind of weird, like, it's, it's you don't hardly ever see that, you would at least see a good, solid, and I, I, I'm from Mississippi, and I always said this, when it comes to Mississippi State and Ole Miss and USM, I always felt that they could compete at any position except quarterback throughout the years as a fan watching them. Once they get a good college quarterback, they go up to another level. Yeah, and a la, say, a la, hey, a la Reggie know. Collier. Yeah, a la Brett Favre. You're right. I agree. And with you. a la, uh, you know, Peyton, I mean, uh, Eli Manning or these guys or the guy that, that, that transferred in from Texas and went to Ole Miss. I forgot his name. He transferred, transferred in, and, and they had a couple of good seasons with him. And, and, and it's it just amazing how the quarterback position is so important for it, it, not only NFL football teams but the college football game, too. Oh, absolutely, Mike. Man, Mike, we always enjoy hearing from you on the Nick Brown Show. Uh, you certainly have. Yeah, I'll take it easy. It's a cool day. No, slight bite, slight Mike. Bite, slight, Mike. Bite, Mike. <laughs> slight bite, Mike. Slight bite, Mike. Slight bite. All right. You can call just like Mike did on the H2Go Paddle hotline. That's 888 Or you can text us on the H2Go Paddle text line. Same number. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two did get a uh, Facebook. You can follow the Nick Brown Show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Uh, Nick Brown Show. It, it's pretty neat. A message from Mark this morning. He said, "Yeah, bring on Mike Leach to the SEC just to drive Saban nuts." Uh, yeah, and here's the thing: you're, you're building that <clears throat> in Pullman, Washington. I think last night. Now, here's what's amazing. I think you. you I, I like this. There's thirty three thousand at the game. 33,000. You, you do realize that the SEC is going to have that at a spring game. And I think you look at Mike Leach. Would Mike Leach be able to be Mike Leach at SEC schools? I think he's going to be himself. And so by saying, you know, would that be accepted? You know, you said, well, winning's always accepted. You saw Texas Tech. I mean, we'd go back and I'm going to go back through all that locked in a closet stuff. No, not going to go there. But would Mike Leach, where would Mike Leach fit in in the SEC? Now, Mike from Monroe talked about Missouri. I think it's about time to rescind their invitation. Can you move Missouri back to the, see what the Big 12 has? Big 12 has 10 teams. Send them back to the Big 12, give them 11. Send them back to the Big 10. You, you t- Missouri football's done. I, I like their head coach. He played there. But you're just not going to win there. Enrollment is down. Giving to the athletic department is down. I think I think Missouri is finished. They made two appearances in the SEC championship game by default. Okay, they were still there. I give them that credit. But what did they do? So yeah. does does Barry Pinkle show up somewhere else? <laughs> no, Gary Pinkle. I said Barry didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Barry. You knew what I meant. I did. Does uh, does he? No, no. I mean, like just. No, had, not even a group of five. No, he had somewhere. some health health concerns. Okay, uh, yeah, and, and, and older. He's he's finished. He's, I didn't. Know but he, I think I think he saw he saw what Missouri. Oh, was I know there. he saw the writing on the wall of Missouri. Yeah, I'm just saying. I didn't know if he would maybe take another job. 
But I mean, I don't put Mike Leach because, there. Frankly, I thought Pinkle did a heck of a job up there. He did, but it's a no, a no win. I, I well, mean, not now, I'm, I'm not talking about right now, today, but when he was there, yeah. what he did with what he had, like I said, he made two SEC championship games. I don't see Mike. What I'm doing is I'm putting Mike Leach in the SEC. No, he's not going to Columbia, Nick. No, and he, I don't think he's going to Fayetteville, Arkansas. Could you get the type of skilled players that he needs at Arkansas? Maybe. Oh, man, Bob, Bobby P. did. It's a long way from the ocean, though. Jim McElwain's not going anywhere at the University of Florida. No, because he can go out on his boat and take pictures with sharks. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know that was photoshopped? I mean, that's wrong with me. I just want to move Mike Leach out of the Pac-12 and put him in the SEC. What a great job. I mean, here's the thing, though. You look at Washington State. Are they now a viable contender for the national championship? They took care of Clay Helton and USC 30-27. to 27. And then you look at the schedule for the rest of the yes, year. Yes, yes, they are, and here's why. They're, they're already at 16. And, we, and we're only, what, week five? They don't have to spend the entire season climbing into the poles and then up the poles. They've already got a little bit of a foothold. At 16, you, you imagine that'll probably go what? Could they crack the top ten? I think so. I think they're going to be eighth. I mean, that's... <clears throat> Where else would you want to be? I mean, I, now when I go over the rest of their schedule, though, you're gonna, I'm gonna tell you that Washington State has a tougher road to get to the playoffs than than Alabama does. No, oh, well, they probably do. But to answer your question, are they in a position where they where it's possible? Yeah, absolutely. it's in front of them. Yeah, absolutely. Now, is this is this? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. This is. You didn't even write his first name on there. No need to. I, you know, uh, we're gonna go to the resident. <clears throat> Move to uh, Shudrant, to the veranda, via Tuscaloosa, via Selma, via Gastonia, North Carolina. It's Bama Jim. Good morning, Bama Jim. How are you? I'm fine, Nick. I'm taking back all, take back all those bad things I was thinking about you over the week. Uh, now, Bama Jim. Song. <clears throat> now, we had to. And we played it back-to-back with Washington State. That's a game I'd love to see. Oh, Al- yeah. Alabama. yeah. Again. Saban versus Leach. What a battle. Oh, yeah. i tell you where he needs to go. i tell you where the Pirate needs to land at. And you might not think or agree with him, but he needs to land in Columbia, South Carolina. He fit right in there. I'm well, telling you. That's, a, that's he, an interesting spot. He fit right in there, buddy, because there's a bunch of he clicked. Uh, well, that word, I don't know what the word is. There's a bunch of folks just like him running around. He, that he'd team. have that, that fan base eating out of the palm of his hand. <clears throat> oh yeah, I mean, you talking about those people ready for yeah, a winter they, man? I, th- I agree with Jim. Well, I think they need him up. I, I will, there. you know, made a trip to Columbia last last weekend. Certainly one of the Louisiana Tech to defeat them. I knew. I, I'll give. I'll Jim. I'll tell you where I think you're on the right path. You pull up and there's a guy who has his brand new truck and he has a boat. And I'm not talking about just like a boat, like a truck boat truck. I mean, like this boat's nice. They're tailgating off the back of a boat. <laughs> And although we're a family yeah. show, the name of the boat was the Cocka Boat, and, yeah. and they're all on the back of a boat, uh, and, and and this is not like a cheap, inexpensive boat. This is a nice yeah. boat. So I mean, there's a little bit, and you got what? You got how far is the water from? You're the weatherman oh. with the geography. How far are you from uh, Myr- Myrtle Beach, John? Myrtle Beach, to quote the great movie. Yeah, uh, it's about October an hour and a half, about an hour and a half from Myrtle Beach. There you go. So yeah, so yeah. South Carolina. Charleston's right there. I mean, that's where the Pirates started, man. That's where, you know. But are we, e- probably, 
But are we egotistical just to see a good coach and egocentric and everything in college football revolves around the SEC? Maybe he doesn't want to leave the Palouse. Maybe he's happy in Pullman. He might be, man, but I guarantee you he fit right in. You talking driving saving crazy. Nice, that's we've already man. had a text on See, that. That's why I want him in the West though. Yeah. Well it'd be nice to go to A and M. That'd be another good spot. But I think Carolina's more down his line. I think he could man, he'd go in there and win. He could, he could be the governor. <laughs> he'd be anything he wanted to be. Those I, people are all you gotta do is beat Clemson. That's right. You know? <clears throat> beat all you gotta do is beat Clemson. And I think the SEC East is a great a landing spot right now for any any coach that makes that move. But I think you you got to look. And uh, I, I've watched, you know, of course, you know I love the Mac. We're going to talk to uh, Hunter in just a minute, Hoot, on the uh, mid-major report. I think you need to go after it. I think that would be a uh, ultimate. Now, I know those jobs are still filled, but you look at the SEC East, that would be the place to land. I agree, not the SEC West. So I would lead to yeah. South Carolina over uh, A&M uh, regardless. So, man – Man, Jim, we're about ready to take a break. Always appreciate your call, and glad I'm back in your good graces. Uh, Thanks a lot, man. You and Tabor have a wonderful morning. We will do that. Enjoy this slight bite in the air. You're listening to the Nick Brown Show on ESPN, excuse me, on Sports Talk 97.7. Sports Talk, I've got it written down. It's Sports Talk 97.7. Nick Brown Show is brought to you by the great folks at Brennan Dodge and Jeep, where every day is a great day to drive a Jeep. I looked at mine. I think it's time to... Wash it just a little bit. But Brendan Dodge Jeep, the official vehicle of the Nick Brown Show. I'm going to refill my coffee cup. I'm a little community pecan this morning. Certainly a great, great blend of coffee. You enjoy yours. We'll be right back with more of the Nick Brown Show after this break. Sports and the Nick Brown Show. You can't beat it. You can call us at 888-993-7762 and become a fan of the Nick Brown Show on Facebook. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Nick Brown Show, where we're nothing but front runners. We're top waters. We're bandwagon fans this morning on the Nick Brown Show. John Tabor has brought you back with Washington State after their huge victory over USC last night. And he's played, yay, Alabama. And now he's playing Clemson. Wow. Now, mid-majors, they, they don't stand a chance when you got a, a front runner like you. I'm really surprised. No obscure fight song from the Mac. Nothing from the Sun Belt or Conference USA. Hey, let's just use the three best teams in the country. Ah, winners. We're winners here on the Nick Brown Show. If you're not undefeated in the top five, we don't play you. <laughs> now we're going to go to the mid-major report brought to you by Magnolia Home Health. Man, wow, Hunter, I'm glad you still got a spot on the show. Tabor's ready to write you off. Man, yeah, yeah, he, he, he called and said, hey, are uh, you going now or are you going tonight? I'm like, uh, I guess now. Go ahead and just throw me home. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, you're just lucky you got the call. He's moved yeah, up. He's a, weather, he's a weatherman now. I know you're out getting ready to tailgate. And by the way, did you know there was a slight bite in the air this morning? It's, uh, yes, and it's a uh, glorious bite in the air. It's, uh, I'm outside under my little uh, nice pavilion. Um, and, and I'm shirtless right now. So, no, no, no yeah, wait a minute. Nobody, oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh. Nobody calls it a pavilion when they're at their house. I mean, <laughs> under the garage, under the carport. I'm, I'm, I'm home under the pavilion. Nick, well, I'm just worried about him being pavilion. shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's tough. Are, are you putting on body? Yeah. Pa- you put on body paint on him? <laughs> yeah, I am not. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we got some good games to talk about on the uh, uh, mid-major report today. Uh, one that I'm going to jump right in and start because uh, it's a good conversation, Peach. That's, uh, that's your uh, North Texas, the Mean Green, traveling to Hattiesburg to take on the Golden Eagles and the Rock of Southern Miss and Jay Hobson. And this is one, Hoot, where really do we know much about either one of these teams, you got North Texas got the victory over UAB, but man, the fighting Bill Clark's put up a challenge, and this will be the opening conference game for the Golden Eagles. Yeah, uh, yeah, Nick, this is uh, this is a game that's really going to tell a lot for either side. Um, for North Texas, uh, they actually beat Southern Miss last year, and I do realize that Nick Mullins was out, but still, uh, this is this is a North Texas team that is on the rise right now. I don't know if you've ever heard of Mason Fine, though. Mason Fine is the quarterback from North Texas who's actually doing a very good job in his sophomore year. Uh, last year, he actually had to get thrown into the Wolves because uh, Alec Morris was not, uh, you know, doing a, a, a consistent job. So they threw in Mason Fine as a freshman last year and actually did fairly well. And they actually got him to a ball game. Um, so I really like Mason Fine right now, and Nick, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who the offensive coordinator for North Texas is? No, and enlighten me. Who's the offensive coordinator? Uh, get your guns up. He was a Texas Tech quarterback. It's uh, Graham Harrell. So Graham Harrell, really? Graham, yeah. yeah, Graham Harrell is the offensive coordinator for uh, for North Texas, and you got Seth Luttrell, who was who, the uh, who running back coach. Yeah. Yep, and yep, and then Seth Latrobe actually came from uh, Larry Fedora, who was in North Carolina. Uh, I, I believe he was on that staff. So you got two great off- offensive minds. Uh, wait, wait, hold up, wait a minute. I'm gonna take you a step further. Here's a connection. Graham Harrell played at Oklahoma, but he was the running backs coach for Mike Leach at Texas Tech. So there's a history oh, there. Okay. Yeah, the running backs there's coach. There's a little there. connection there. So. I did not know that. So, uh, so Nick, if if, if if these two guys can say. The, uh, until until Mason Fine's senior year, this is going to be a great team that you kind of need that you really need to watch out for because I think look they're young on both sides of the ball. Um, now now they they will have to replace Jeffrey Wilson, the running back for North Texas, who's doing a phenomenal job. And and the guy has not he's a senior has not rushed for over a thousand yards yet because North Texas has been so bad the past couple of years. But he will easily get over a thousand yards this year, and he might reach fifteen hundred on the way that he's going. So this is a very good team on North Texas. But, look, they do have to go to Hattiesburg uh, against a, a Southern Miss team that's playing real great on defense. We all know that is Jay Hobson's forte. Um, but th- th- that offense really needs to get going. And if they really need and they really want to make a run uh, for the uh, for the Western uh, Conference USA title, then they got to get Ito Smith and Alonzo Staggers going. Uh, because, look, Ito Smith, he's a senior. Staggers, he's a senior. So, and these are your two best weapons you have on the offensive side of the ball. So if you can get them touches, get them in early. Um, I, I think Southern Miss is going to win, but I would not be shocked if North Texas beat, beats them again for the second straight year. Wow. <clears throat> now, that, you look at I see the uh, Golden Eagles helping take care of business. You look at that one. But uh, I say uh, playing at the Rock in uh, MM Stadium, uh, the Rock in uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, should be a, a good matchup. But you'll know more. Uh, about uh, either team after today. And that, that bodes well as you look at down Louisiana Tech's schedule. Uh, another game that you have on there, Memphis traveling to take on UCF. Yeah, Nick, and uh, this game was supposed to be actually be played week two, but with weather um, issues that kind of canceled that one, so they actually or actually passed, uh, postponed it. So they postponed it to this one. Memphis was actually supposed to play Georgia State. Okay, Georgia State Florida. game was today, yeah. Yeah, they, and then Central Florida is actually supposed to play Maine. So they actually 
I'm sure they gave him a nice little paycheck and kind of went on their way. But if I'm if I'm Georgia State, I'm calling up names. Hey, let's play somewhere and uh, let's just uh, at least try to get a game in. Um, but look, I don't know why Memphis isn't ranked. They already beat UCLA at their house. Um, I do. Uh, and look, Vegas has Memphis as a four and a half point dog. I know it's at Central Florida, but Memphis is a very very good team. Even though they're banged up on on every position known to man except for quarterback and receiver. Um, Nick, if you if you were to pull up their injury report, it's about it's about as bad as a NFL football injury report. I mean, they are just loaded with injuries on on all sides of the ball. But as long as you have Riley Ferguson throwing the ball and you have Antonio Miller receiving the ball, uh, you're you're in very good hands. Riley uh, Ferguson, who actually had to sit behind Paxton Lynch for a couple of years, he threw him for two yards shy of 3,700 yards last year. Uh, so he's a very, very good quarterback. And then you got Antonio, uh, Anthony Miller, who, uh, who received for almost 1,500 yards last year. So as long as you got those two, you're in, you're in really good hands. Now, look, I understand Memphis can't stop a nosebleed right now. But if you can get a couple stops uh, against a very uh, good Central Florida team, that's kind of actually flying on, underneath the, uh, the radar coming out of the east of the American Conference. I thought it was going to be South Florida. There's the win. They're going to you know, punch their ticket all the way to the championship game. But look out for Scott Frost's team, who's actually playing very, very well on both sides of the ball. They went up to Maryland last week, beat Maryland handily, thirty-eight to ten. So watch for Scott Frost. Look, I don't, I don't see Scott Frost being there too much longer. I think he'll be eventually the the, uh, the, the Nebraska head coach. Uh, but you still got to watch off for this team. Uh, McKenzie. Uh, okay, Dillon, you've got to start listening to the Nick Brown show. He he's not going to Nebraska. We've already yes, picked. He is. He we've already there. picked out he the Nebraska, Nebraska coach. He is to me. I'm predicting right now Scott Frost will eventually be at Nebraska pretty soon. He played there. They, he is beloved there. Scott Frost will go to Nebraska and be that head coach. Okay, I, <clears throat> we got different ideas here on the Nick <laughs> Brown <laughs> show. Ideas. Yeah, different ideas, but uh, I, the one, the Dream Crushers, the Huskies of Northern Illinois, make the long trip out to San Diego State. And take down the Aztecs. Is that what you see? I don't, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But it's an intriguing game. Northern Illinois. They went up to Nebraska and beat Nebraska two weeks ago. They are coming off a bye. They are well rested. Even though their starter Ryan Graham, he's out. But you still have Daniel Santacanera at quarterback, who's actually feeling in very nice. What's, what's his name again? Uh, Daniel what? Daniel Santacanera, something like that. It's long. It's a lot, a lot of vowels in there. I, see, you know, what, you know what I'm feeling now. I'm feeling like your man crush on Scott Frost because now you've got Northern <laughs> Illinois. You brought up the fact they went to Nebraska and they beat Nebraska, and now they're uh, going out to San Diego State. And you've got Scott Frost penciled in to coach Nebraska. So I can't tell if you're just a, a closet Cornhusker or you're secretly just really love Northern Illinois, the Huskies. No, 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 no. I mean. I mean, look, Nick, I do like Nebraska. I do like their tradition and uh, and all that. But uh, I do not have an infatuation for Northern Illinois. Look, I think they're a very good program. I think Rod Carey's done a very good job of filling in uh, for, uh, for 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 those uh, Dorns that uh, I think now that at NC State. Um, but, look, I, I, I do like Northern Illinois. Look, me and you love the Mac, so we, so we, so we have to pump up the Mac as much as we can. But, look, this is a very intriguing game. Can they go on the road and be two great teams back-to-back weeks? Look, I don't think so, but because you still have Rashad Penny for San Diego State, who I think is probably one of the better running backs in the country, uh, other than Bryce Love at Stanford, but that's still yet to be determined. 
because uh, last year as a backup, he actually uh, he actually ran ran for over a thousand yards as a second string backup. So, uh, but no, no, it, it is an intriguing game. It is going to pique my interest when I get home from the Tech game because because it will be on the the nine thirty kickoff. So just something something to watch for um, after Clemson beats the snot out of Virginia, Virginia Tech tonight. So so hopefully all our hopefully all of our mid major fans can kind of tone on over to to, to Northern Illinois and, and San Diego State tonight. Okay, I understand every one of these matchups. I think every this is the mid major report brought to you by Magnolia Home Health featuring Hunter Carswell. We call him Hoot. Here on the Nick Brown Show. So, like, I was following your theme, Memphis at UCF. I thought, you know what? You may talk about Memphis possibly being ranked, and you did. North Texas at Southern Miss. I knew the, uh, the implications in Conference USA. Excited. Northern Illinois at San Diego State. Everyone wants that G5 team to break their way into the Final Four, and you know how I feel about that. Uh, this next game. Did you just run out of games to talk about or you want to talk about the fighting Lane Kiffins going down in flames? <laughs> Middle Tennessee at Florida Atlantic. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this game. Nick, Nick, Nick. This is a dumpster fire game that is so intriguing across all boards. Such a dumpster fire because we thought Middle Tennessee would be one of the teams to contend for the East of the Conference USA title. Then, look, anywhere – Anywhere you have Lane Kiffin is so much intriguing. So, so this one really piques my interest because, look, Middle Tennessee, they're banged up on the offensive side of the ball. Brett Stockschool, he's, he's out. Richie James, he's out. And Shane Tucker, the running back, he's out. So you go into – you limp into a Florida Atlantic team who's really not very good either. And, uh, and, and, and they're struggling across the board. They're playing musical chairs at quarterback position. They started with uh, with Parr, with Daniel Parr. He, he didn't do the job. Then you have uh, DeAndre Johnson, the Florida State transfer, that, that, that was getting a lot of hype. He hasn't done the job. What about Franklin? So go back. What about Franklin? Did he, didn't he play in time? I, uh, he did, but there's only, only a couple snaps. Um, but, but then they brought back Jason Driscoll. They promote him, and he's actually done a decent job. Uh, but I don't know why they haven't gone to Jason Driscoll from the – beginning because he's actually to me probably their better their best chance to win so look this is a dumpster fire across all boards so look if it's a dumpster fire i'm going to talk about it because i think it's very intriguing when you have a dumpster fire game so and uh in, in vegas actually has Florida atlantic favored by by field goal so uh so yeah this is uh this this game would have at the beginning of the year this would this game would probably been a lot uh favorable for for uh for middle tennessee but now uh since you're just uh since you just throw that all out the window, this is a dumpster fire game, Nick. And I, I, just, I just had to talk about it. I mean, look, I, I'm sure you've seen all the matchups for all the for all the teams this week, and there really wasn't much to pick pick from. So that's why I kind of had to go kind of go with this one for my fourth one. Hey, this you're the one that brings the mid major report. You don't have to justify your games to me. You chose it, and, and we talk about it. And Nick, and Nick, and, and I don't want to be a homer, you know, you know, with Tech and get South Alabama, I, I mean, I, I could break that down for an hour. And then you have uh, UOM hosting Coastal Carolina. So I kind of, you know, kind of wanted to get away from that for, for a segment. Uh, you, you're always welcome to touch on our local teams. South Alabama, they got they lost their – what, they lost – I don't know if their starting quarterback's playing. I know he was injured at practice. Uh, their offensive coordinator stepped down. So the Jaguars come in and what should be uh, interesting. Joey Jones, like him, played at the University of Alabama – you know, now you, you, you kept waiting and wanting this program to take the next step. 
and they just they've been to bowl games. You know, I just thought they'd be more of a dominant force in the Sun Belt just because of their recruiting base and where they're located. Yeah, Nick. Um, actually, both quarterbacks are on the injury report uh, to kind of show you where they're at right now on but, the offensive side of the ball. Both are on the injury report, so to me, it's uh, it's kind of toss up. You know, at first they, you know, at first they they did start with uh with, with Dallas Davis, but he got hurt in the old Miss game. Uh, so now you're kind of in the air of who's going to start. Um, I don't think Dallas Davis will start, um, but uh, I, I I could be wrong. But according to the, the app that I use, uh, he I think he would not play today with his ankle injury. There you go. And you look at the game between ULM and Coastal Carolina. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Nick. And uh, to me, if this is a, a a baseball series, I would pick Coastal Carolina all day. But since ULM, I think they're riding the momentum of the big win last week, which I didn't think that would happen against the Raging Cajuns, but they actually go in uh, to Lafayette and they upset uh, them and look very good. And look, Caleb Evans, I think it's uh, I think this is his job from here on out on the offensive side of the ball. I think they just they're a little bit well ran over Garrett Smith. So uh, to me, um, Caleb Evans gives you the best chance to win. Um, and we and uh, if I'm them, I'm handing Gore the rock at least 30 times. And if you can do that, then that uh, if you can get 30 touches, then I really like my chances for ULM to go in there and win. Well, you know, and I don't think that many people have talked about uh, this at all. But you look at Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers. Uh, Joe Moglia is their head coach, but he is on a uh, a medical. Uh, leave of absence. He doesn't have a disease. He has bronchial asthmatic uh, reactions. It's something he needs to take care of. And I think that sometimes you can do that. That's a tough position to come in as an interim. So uh, I'm sure that he will be back. But the Chanticleers and uh, ULM today should be the Warhawks riding, like you said, that momentum after their victory uh, last week. Man, always look forward to the mid-major report brought to you by Magnolia Home Health. You know, I know that you have to stand under the pavilion you know john Tabor and i have a uh, carport but we certainly <laughs> would look forward to you joining us in the studio uh one day you know or maybe sharing that uh you know that you know what you could do you can make it up to us you could share that boston butt uh that you're smoking with uh, john Tabor today would be would really be a major bonus well you would nick look i'll be at the tailgate about ten thirty, so just swing by we're next to the port of port of john right there on <laughs> oh boy that's so great great <laughs> that's really inviting the story of my life i get invited to a party and it's next to a portalette boy <laughs> glad you're on here <laughs> hey hey look we're all about convenience at the at the magnolia home health tailgate pit. <laughs> hey always appreciate you man and look forward to hey, enjoy the games today and look forward to talking to you again next week all right, Nick, let's talk to you soon. That was Hunter Carswell. We call him Hoot here on the Nick Brown Show with a mid-major report brought to you by Magnolia Home Health right next to the Portalettes. We'll be right back with more of the Nick Brown Show on Sports Talk 97.7 when we return. Local Sports Talk, Saturday morning style on the Nick Brown Show. You can call us at 888-993-7762, email sports at ESPN977.com, and become a fan of the Nick Brown Show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Nick Brown Show on Sports Talk 97.7 FM. We're playing that in honor of the Donut Man, who's MIA this morning. Putting out the bat signal. We are. I mean, we're missing it. Text, maybe change his phone number. We're really, and look, we really love you. But like Tabor said, you know, 
you can read those you can read the text messages, but we really needed those pillowy fluffs this morning. One job. One job. I, I'm I'm you know, I'm like, you know, not fiending, whatever it would call I'm having a, a donut withdrawal. Not, Nick Nick, you or Jones and pretty bad. I am. I'm really missing the pillowy fluff delicious daylight donuts this morning. So I'm going to go to the uh H to go paddle text line. Purple Tiger. Leech at Ole Miss. Isn't that job to Matt Luke? Interim, he played there. I, why would, okay. Man, I think it would be a good fit. But oh, I think it would be a great fit. I wouldn't t- to would stay, you touch it? Would I you want to touch it? I don't think step into that. We're not with the sanctions. I, I think, you know. I mean, you're going to tell me if the job and, and college stations available, that you, you'd rather go to Oxford? No. No. I, no. <clears throat> I, I, both would, the SEC I, mean, I mean, yes. I don't, think, I don't think you'd go to Oxford over College Station anyway. Now, now, Mike from Monroe would because because he's a Mississippi he's from the guy. State. He is from the Magnolia State. But Mike that wears an eye patch is trying to win football games. I just I like the city of Oxford over the city of College Station, but I mean it's not like a you're not going there to be a tourist. <laughs> you're going there to coach a football team. So yes, I agree with you, but I would be that different guy. I would take the Ole Miss job over, without sanctions, without sanctions. I take the old Miss job over. Well, I look better in red and blue than I do in maroon. I mean, you got to think about your coaching apparel on the sidelines, Nick. You're <laughs> I'm giving of, you a different you're, angle. You're, you're out of your mind. I mean, I mean, there's there's good football up in the Delta, but the the the, the recruiting grounds are a little more fertile around college. You're days. correct. You're correct. I mean, if you had to choose between the two, plus especially with the sanctions that are going to come down, I'm ready for that NCAA investigation to wrap up so we can talk college basketball. <laughs> I'm sure Lynn's going to talk that. Uh, oh, boy, I tell you what. <clears throat> Russell, huge Razorback fan, chimes in and says, we'll take him. Says, good morning to uh, you, the Donut Man, and John. He'll take him in Arkansas. He'll take just about anybody in Arkansas. <laughs> I think they'd take Skip up in Arkansas. <laughs> We've had this discussion before. I, I want to tell you, here's the deal. And we're going to talk to Malcolm I mean, Butler from Louisiana Tech. Puts up Tech 10 wins this year. <laughs> The views of Nick Brown do not represent those of anybody at Sports Talk 97.7. I'm going to tell you what Louisiana Tech is going to do. They're going to roll off about 10 straight victories. I'm telling you, Jamar is getting better watching them on the sidelines. And I think someone will come calling. I think they're Conference USA champions this year. I think you got to watch out for the Roadrunners of San Antonio. Frank well, Wilson. Hypothetically, then what? Then what? You got to up the salary. That's what. <laughs> yeah, you do. Does, but I think you look. I mean, does, you know, and this, well, is, I think, just, I think this it, is just completely conjecture. But it, yeah, conjecture. That's right. But, I think it boils down to the fact of the matter is when you're at the G five level and you've had such great success nine and three, nine and three, nine and three, and if you it can end with a conference does championship. Does a conference championship earn a, earn a seven digit paycheck? Seth Latrell uh, has it. That's kind of where I'm. Kinda where I I'm, read your kinda mind. Kind of I read your here. mind. Seth Luttrell gets a million, then Skip Holtz does. But I'm going to tell you, totally outcoached Will Muschamp, better coach. The better team didn't win that day. And, uh, you know, those are the days where it really hurts. But here's the thing. you got to go well, back. Well, Nick, it is. Well, what? It's October 1st. You know you know what that means. It's fair season. Hey, there's no fair. fair. That's right. The fair does come around in this October. Cotton candy and corn dogs. We represent Fletcher's, the world's finest. Steve chimes in. Clemson's the best team right now. But they may lose today. I agree with you, Steve. 
It's one time yeah, we agreed. Tough one today. They do. The Hokies, Virginia Tech. Uh, last year, yeah, there you go. And I think that's the last time they lost a uh, road game years ago. And then uh, Sherman chimes in on your slight bite. Sherman, the alternate backup weatherman here at the Nick Brown Show. If this was kickoff time, this temp would be perfect. We're with you. A little slight bite oh, Absolutely. At dusk, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, we'll take a break. We're going to come back. we got Larry Monroe chimed in on the AC Go Paddle text line. <laughs> Well, you mentioned earlier, Missouri needs to go back to the Big 12 or the WAC. I really could see Mike Leach at Tennessee or maybe Ole Miss. If he's at Tennessee, he's close to the water. He could get in the river and go all the way he to the He could golf. ride up the river every, yeah. every game day. Go to the golf. Bring him in I mean, on a boat. I'm pi- he's a pirate. He's a pirate. A river pirate. There you go. I can see the shirts now. You think we should go ahead and copyright that? The river pirate. You're listening to the Nick Brown Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Nick Brown Show is brought to you every Saturday morning by the great folks at Dubach Air and Heat. They're the official air and heat of the Nick Brown Show. Great thing about Jay and Melanie Martin, you know, sometimes when you make an appointment, get some repairs done at your house, well, you're going to sit around. you got to take a day off of work. Well, maybe you just want a day off of work. But you don't have to do that with Jay and Melanie Martin at Dubach Air and Heat. Because when they tell you they're going to be there at 3.30, guess what? They're going to be there at 3.30. You want to get there about 3.15? That's J. Melanie Martin at Dubach Air and Heat, the official air and heat of the Nick Brown Show. We'll be right back with Malcolm Butler from Louisiana Tech when we return on Sports Talk 97.7. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.